We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports, episode 111. That's 111 for you people that don't know numbers. I'm Morgan. That's really baked right now. I think my, I don't know what I think. And then the guy that's going to save this podcast because it's already off to a terrible start is Austin. How the fuck is it going, Bunny? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, you are correct. It is terrible so far. Yay! I'm ready. But um, yeah, no, I uh, I'm, I'm taking over the podcast at least for for a little bit. Um, but first off, I've been doing good. Um, I'm quite excited because, well, I guess first of all, for anybody out there. We had some issues. We had some technical difficulties. Uh, Anchor, the app that we use, for the most part, I would say probably 99% of the time works. No, 85, 85. God damn, 85. We're not 90%. giving them any credit. 85. No. Go to 90 if they sponsor us or some shit. Yeah. But regardless, in that area, an A grade. However, it let us down. Um, they changed something, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. The point is, it's working now. We're talking to each other. We are recording what is known as infamously, not famously, not yet, uh, Talking Stone while getting sports. Um, After we're the back, start, I said that you're going to save this podcast. I have yet to see when that's going to happen. Or here to be technical. I had a plan. Okay, Any well, it for interrupting whatever. Well, guess what? I don't even care right. how you're doing. It's time to talk about hockey. No, I'm kidding. What's up? How have you been? What are, What have you been up to? We're actually going to get on a serious topic here for a moment because. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but the past few days here in Saskatchewan, there has been a couple people that went on a stabbing spree. Um, Multiple people were killed. Multiple people were injured. And I just wanted to say all the... I know we're a very small podcast, but I want to say all my regards and thoughts and prayers and hope that in this terrible situation that somehow all the families that were affected by this can um, pull through and better things are on the horizon. And for the Dickheads that did this. I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm just not even going to bother. Yeah, uh, when when I was little, my mom always said, "If you don't have nice something nice to say, don't say anything at all." I uh, yeah, I've definitely I've heard about it. I believe, if I remember correctly, I think they caught one of the two guys. Well, one they found dead. Oh, okay. And now today, well, there was three separate things going on. There was a mass stabbing going on. And then there was a another shooting or something that happened a couple of days after. And then just today, actually, as we're recording on Wednesday... There was another um, stabbing where something happened. Um, I think it might be the same guy, but it's in a different vehicle now. 
it's an all-out shitty situation. There's no other way than saying it. Um, all my best wishes goes out to the families and everyone that was involved. So makes me even more grateful for what I'm about to uh, say for what I've been doing. You know, I'm grateful that I still get to, you know, I played some board games and I have my 30th birthday coming up on this Friday. So that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, just work has been interesting to say the least. And yeah, I think Austin's really, really excited to start talking some NHL. So I might as well I might pass be. off to you. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. I guess we should. I guess we should do that. So hockey is a sport and it's my favorite sport. And then um, we're getting close to the next, the new season. Um, the reason I know that is, well, first of all, uh, my fiance was actually trying to get me tickets to a game for my birthday, but it's preseason. Cool. She's like so cheap. The tickets are so cheap, but uh it's preseason. You would, go, you would go to a preseason game. You would fuck with the preseason. Canucks preseason. Uh, I don't really. I'm not. I If I'm going to pay especially to see a game. A, especially if it was a later preseason. Because then you know some of the starters are going to be playing. Or most of them. Nah. If I'm paying. It doesn't matter. I want the game to actually mean something. Why go anyway. to the game home opener then? I don't know. Um, hockey Sorry, I is where we were at. <laughs> hockey is where we're at. We're starting hockey this week, and uh, Mister Three Reallys over there is uh, give me the reins. The Ottawa Senators. I am. I'm pretty dang impressed with what they've been, what they've done. I think for the longest time, Ottawa is seen as like a joke, right? Like we've said it on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been said hundreds and thousands of times. It's for years. It's they're a, it's a terrible franchise from top to bottom, and all of a sudden, they have some of the best a good amount of some of the best young talent in the NHL. Um, the turnaround has been fantastic and they signed a few long-term deals and signed another one. Uh, Tim Stutzla, who is a absolutely fantastic forward from, uh, from he, I don't, here's the thing with these big long contracts for these young guys. Um, I don't think he's necessarily, um, <clears throat> he's 20 years old, right? I don't think he's necessarily worth 8 million at this point, right? He had 58 points in 79 games, 22 goals. That's pretty solid. I'm not going to say anything bad about it, right? Like, but you know, it's, um, I think this, this contract a couple years in could look absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's kind um, of a gamble. It's kind of like a contract where they are hoping that it's something he will grow into. Like you said, he's still young, and it's kind of an opposite contract where you see like the contract at this massive where he's good for the first five years, and then it kind of dies off for the last three. It's he'll be the opposite. He'll be decent for the first three, and then hopefully for Ottawa Senators, get get better. 
it'll be just absolutely insane. And then that money will make sense. Well, and especially too with, because the cap has been flat for a couple of years, this comes up so often with contract talks, but it is what it is. The two are very, very close related. Um, the cap has been flat for a couple of years, but it's going to go up um, within, then, I think, a couple of years. Sorry? The Sens is all, have always um, struggled even getting to the cap minimum, so they probably have a little bit of uh, cash they can throw around as well. They are kind of running out, I think, though, because they've been they've been making some making some big deals. But um, I just I think I think this has the possibility to be an incredible value contract. And watch out for Ottawa for the next while, like. I don't know. They might not, you know, make a huge splash this season necessarily, but I don't know. Either way. Um, yeah. Anything else on on the Sens and and Timmy Stutzla? No, I'm just I'm kind of really happy for the Sens, and because as much like I'm a Flames fan, of course. But I'm also a Canadian, like a Canada fan, um, in general. So I, I want all the Canadian teams to be competitive in the NHL, and especially someone over in the that I don't have to verse very often, so it doesn't really affect me. So. I'm all for it. Hell yeah. Um, now on to a more important, but probably going to end up not nearly as good contract. At least according to me. And I think a decent amount of people. Um, I'm going to play a mystery here. You know, it's uh, I obviously, you know who the player is, but this player, you know, the Canucks, he's played so good for the Canucks, but who knows? Are we going to trade him? Are we going to keep him? Are we going to resign him? Are we going to trade him? Are we going to keep him? It's, it seems like any time Canuck, the Canucks get anybody good, immediately the media turns to, what can we get for him? What can we get for him? Like, what good things could we get for this player? It's like, well, what about just keeping the good player? You know, that's the thing, right? Like, it's like you don't have to trade it. You can just, like, keep it. Because you're trading JT Miller for, like, what? Hopefully a player who's someday as good as JT Miller? Is It's, <clears throat> I don't know. But they signed him to a seven-year deal. Seven-year contract, eight million per season. So he's making just a just a hair less than Timmy Stutzla. Um, however, 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 he says Tim Stutzla is twenty. JT Miller <clears throat> is twenty-nine currently, but will be turning thirty this year. So it's basically the what we were talking about, with, or at least I was talking about with the Sens, how usually when you see these type of contracts, it's later in their career, and they'll still be good players for the first half of that contract, and but then the later half, they're that's usually when they're trade bait or just you just keep them on and they just retire with the team or however it works out. So, <clears throat> yeah. And I, and I will say like JT Miller, obviously as a fan of the Canucks, I'm, I'm not upset about the next few years, you know, uh, he had 32 goals this year, 67 assists. He was one shy from a hundred points in 80 games, um, which, is a solid season for anybody, I would say. It's not uh, bad. 
it's not bad. You know, I, I, I would not complain if I hit 99 points in 80 games. Um, I might be a pro even. I wouldn't so, complain if I hit one point. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I'm not upset about the next few years. Like we talked about, like you were just saying, right? Like year one, year two, year three, maybe year four, year five of the contract. I'm not upset about, but after 35, most, I would say close to 80, 85, 90% of players, maybe even more decline very quickly. Yeah, we said the same thing about the Huberto and Kadri contracts, so it's no different with these type of players that are – this is no shake at JT Miller that aren't quite of the same caliber as players like that, so it happens to everyone. So, Yeah. Um, most people. But then you have the guys like, you know, Patrick Marlowe, Joe Thornton, they're Chara. just robots. So it's just exactly right. It's not a common There's thing. Something magical in those beards, I tell you. There must be. Um, but I'm I'm excited. Uh, the Canucks basically by signing that co- contract, the Canucks have shown the world that okay, it's time to win. Uh, obviously the Canucks are not going to win this year. Um, or maybe even next year. But I think it puts them in kind of in the next year, you know? Um, I think they were a solid opponent to play against last year, especially after Boudreaux co- took over. Um, they weren't just like a rollover team. Yeah, I think and just your coaching change this year i think they end up making the playoffs i think it's it's possible for sure we'll see but um i don't see winning any games against calgary uh you're down right on that one probably not edmonton um you'll take seattle <laughs> maybe probably yeah um so that's like a few, yeah, it, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the guy. I'm excited to, I'm just excited and I'm a little bit relieved, right? Because there's been so many rumors and talks about him going or staying. And, and it's, um, it's nice to have an answer. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. That's a fair point. I appreciate your addition to the to the conversation. I'm on uh, a whole nother level on the stoned scale. I'm like a potato right now, so that's where we're at. Okay. Um, yeah, so where do you go from? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I I'm not a hundred. 100% sure um, because why why is that happening? Sorry, I'm having slight technical difficulties on my side because we're trying to I'm trying to open up these links and uh, oh, keep here, clicking I'll, on I'll just, one. I'll just start over here. Um, there was the uh, the Winnipeg Jets, we might as well stick with the Canadian theme. This this is just NHL Canada talk, apparently, or Canadian talk. Um, the whole fact that Winnipeg Jets, um, Kevin, I don't even want to try his... Shovel day off. Thank you. Um, he's the GM of Winnipeg. Um and now, since taking over for Atlanta, and they're already saying it, he could possibly be in the hot seat here. Well, yeah, so that's the article I could open. And it's um, 
you know, Jets, the Jets are an interesting story because it's, it's been a while. It's been years now since they've been like really dangerous, but there was a while where you did not want to play the Jets. Um, they're quite dominant. Um, defense, they had just, it was just a good, good team. And then it just seemed like, um, it's just wrong in Winnipeg. And, and that's the thing too. Now you ask or, or talk, like you hear talk about the, the locker room culture not being good there. Uh, guys not getting along, um, guys wanting out. Um, I don't know. It's, and I feel like they've brought players in, traded players out, like they've tried to change it, but something's not working. And I, he's been there for a while. He's been there for a, a good amount of time. Well, I guess and, it was a, I guess it was the head coach that just got changed this year or something, or am I just completely yeah. out to lunch? You are correct. Paul Maurice stepped down. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So I I wouldn't be shocked because that's usually how it goes, right? You tinker with the team. If that doesn't work, you get rid of the coach. If that doesn't work, you get rid of the GM. <laughs> and you start all over again. So... I don't know. I think it's time. Maybe they need uh, a different, different perspective from the top. Yeah, it's just slightly odd. As much as I'm not, I hate the Jets. I hate everything about Winnipeg and every sport franchise that Winnipeg has to offer. So, <laughs> in that out of the way, <laughs> getting that out um, of the way. I'm not taking back the fact, though, that I still like the fact when all Canadian teams are competitive. Um, and not too long ago, the Jets were very competitive. So in a very short amount of time, shit went downhill quick. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. So... It must be something in like the locker room, like you said, or just something higher up management, possibly. But so who knows what will happen with them? Who freaking knows, man? Who freaking knows? Also, big, huge, huge, big, big shout out to the Canadian women. Um, they are badass and, uh, they won gold. So that's cool. Um, two years in a row, two years running. And, uh, I just love to see that they played America because of course, um, you know, who else would they play? Yeah, it was really one win. Um, the tournament was in Denmark, so that's kind of cool. I, yeah. I don't know fair. if you're getting to that, but I this, apparently this is the episode where I just cut you off. So, No, that's okay. I was not going to get to that. So um, if you had not brought that up, then that would not have uh, been brought up. And I swear we do talk about other countries other than Canada, but this is a 100 because the next sport we're going to talk about is TFL. So this is 100% a Canadian episode. Uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Every. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. But I think. I think that brings us to that part of the show. Well, I, I did send you that, um, what I believe is the article that didn't work. I sent you a working. No, that was not the article that didn't work. 
Okay. The well, article that didn't work was the one that was actually the only one that wasn't Canadian. It was the, the Philadelphia. Oh, well, that was just Bobby Clark, which I think is Canadian. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think that's a perfect, perfect time to uh, segue to a break. You're in charge. Okay, well, the, the, do the break. I don't know. You usually do the break and then, and then, because you get mad at me when I try to do the break. Okay, it's break time. Break. Hey, Austin, you know what would be really cool right about now? Some plugs. So why don't you get right to it? Yeah, I guess I can do that. Uh, so, first things first, you're going to follow us on Twitter. At Podstone One, that's the main Twitter account. You can follow me at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Uh, also on Twitter, on Instagram, our account is the TSWGS Pod. Um, I don't post there too often, but that's where I'll post clips and whatever else. And um, make sure to comment, uh, subscribe, download, rate five stars, tell everyone you know. Uh, and I think Morgan's got a couple for you as well. Yeah, I might as well throw mine in here too. You got the double T's, both Twitch and Twitter. Caption Morgan too. Um, and I'm just going to second exactly what Austin said on the whole rate and review side of things. Um, that goes a long way at expanding our podcast. And we hope you can help us out in and enjoy this endeavor that we put ourselves into. But back to the podcast. Okay, we're out of break time. How is that for everyone? Was that good? Was that great? Was mm-hmm. that? I, I did not like my timeout. You didn't? That's good. No. Well, you guys still have to listen to my voice. So, fuck you all. Fuck a lot. <laughs> So, we're a couple days past, and you probably already all fucking know this, but um, there was the, what you would like to call it, the Labor Day Classic in the sport that I didn't mention at CFL. <laughs> It was also week 12, so we're, you know, what's that, like nine weeks left, football, and then the playoffs, so we're getting right to it. And then, you know, next month, hockey starts, which we tweeted out about. You can, you know, like that tweet. Like it. But anywho, the first game... That, um, so I <laughs> am, was really baked when I did this. So, here, um, <laughs> um, this is just going to be a slightly longer break, Austin. We're going to cut all this out. <laughs> you just have to resend it to me here. Just like, all that shit in at the end of the... Yeah, I'll just paste it <laughs> together and leave all this in, too. I'm leaving it all in. I don't care. Is that what it's called? Leave it in? Leave it all in? Or the Canadian episode. I don't even care at this point. Everyone can just hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> they just get to know our lives <laughs> not hiding nothing um, so I'm back on track um, where were we <laughs> CFL week 13 Labor Day Classic <laughs> sorry totally fine first game of week I tell ya now that I actually am looking at the right games, it was Ottawa Red Blacks versus Montreal Alouettes. And 
prior to this game, Otto has won two games all year. This game, they won everybody. I said that correctly. They're on a two-game winning streak because they won 38-24 to against a well, also struggling team in the East. But all of a sudden, a team that three weeks ago they were one and whatever, they actually have a shot of making the playoffs, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but this game, it was all about the defense. Like uh, Nick Arbuckle for Ottawa went 20 for 31, 64%, 313 yards and one touchdown. So majority of their points came off of the defense. Um, and ever since, I also want to point out, ever since uh, – Devonte Deadman came back, which he came back to like two weeks ago. Um, there, that's for people that don't know that their um, returner. They're in, like I already said, they're on a two-game win streak. So, I I would say that's kind of a coincidence there. But anywho. Uh, Montreal, Trevor Harris went 22 for 29, 75%, 256 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. So right there that, to me, well, that's clear that it proves that the defense for Ottawa came to play and they were all over Trevor Harris. The D-line gave him troubles all game long. And, yeah, this 24 points kind of flatters Montreal a little bit in my mind. But a win's win. And Ottawa now plays Toronto back-to-back. So if they split those games... All of a sudden, they're even more right into it. So, yeah, it's kind of the East just sucks. So it's uh, <laughs> it's a great thing that. Sorry, I just had to deal with my cat there. <laughs> hey, it happens. It's a great thing that they play in the East because. Yeah, they actually have a shot. But what's the next correct team to actually talk about here, Morgan? Now that you're back in page. Oh, yeah. The game you're actually at. It was the wonderful uh, Winnipeg versus Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, Labor Day Classic, even though it's not an actual Labor Day because it's on Sunday. Um, my cat is being a jerk right now, but we're leaving all this in. He's going to be part of the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, this game was I was at it, so I'm not too happy to actually talk about it right now. And I don't know if I want to, but it was, overall, <laughs> it was a game where you – how would I get my point across? It was a game where – there, I'm just going to close. You guys can deal with all that. <laughs> it's a game where um, – the riders, they were able to go toe-to-toe with the best team in the CFL, keep it close all game, 
And the deciding factors were the stupid penalties in the fourth quarter and the fact that I've been ranting about this all week. Less than two minutes ago, you're within 30 yards of a touchdown. And for some whatever reason, you're down by one at that point. So for whatever reason, you decide to, hey, let's kick or kick. Let's throw the ball and have it get intercepted instead of giving it to your running back that had an average of five yards to carry. I think it was like 5.1 or something like that. Um, so give it, you know, to the, to that guy instead, run down the clock, kick the winning field goal, deal with it that way. But that's – I hate Jason Moss. <laughs> I hate him so much. I want him gone. <laughs> I don't want him – I was trying to give him the benefit doubt, but – for the first half, every game this year, he runs the ball and ends up going away with it or going away from it in the second half and spit biting them in the ass. And the stupid penalties, which I'm going to talk about more a little later in the CFL part side of things. But uh, Zach Claro's. I don't think I said these stats yet. Went 15 for 24, 62%, 214 yards, two touchdowns. Cody Fajardo had a very decent game. Um, he went 22 for 32, 71%, 292 yards, no touchdowns. And like I already mentioned, he threw that one interception at the end of the game. But he had he also had a rushing touchdown, so you know that's all good and stuff. Oh, Frankie Hickson, sorry, the running back had five point seven, not five point one, like I mentioned, average. So okay, <laughs> that, that proves my point even more that they should have fucking ran the ball and stuff throwing it. God damn, Jason Moss. Yeah, um, damn. Yeah, I really don't want to talk about this game anymore. Okay. Winnipeg, I guess I'll say one more thing. They, There's a reason why they're back-to-back Great Cup champions because they know how to finish games, and the Riders don't yet. So there's that. But moving over to the east side of things for for the first game on Monday was the Toronto Argonauts playing against Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Argonauts ended up winning 28 to 8 which they shown or proved the reason why they're the number one team in the East right now. I mean, they only have, I think, what, six wins? I never check this stuff, what the actual standings are, but whatever. <laughs> um, anywho, I know that they're in first place in the East, which is nothing crazy, but it's something. Uh, I didn't really watch this game because, oh, that's one thing I didn't mention. I did. I was at a uh, barbecue on Labor Day, so I did not watch these games at all. So I'm basing off of highlights and stats. And McLeod Bethel-Thompson went 22 for 34, 64%, 298 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. And from what I did see, Hamilton, well, they didn't score a single point in um, on offense. 
or at least a single touchdown. I don't, don't think they got a single – yeah, no field goals. Not a single point on offense. Oof. Uh, I, they had a – I think it was a fumble recovery. I mean, it doesn't matter, but the defense scored, which is kind of insane. So, but – I mean, you're not going to win very many games if the offense doesn't score. So, Jamie Newman, though, this was his first CFL start. He went 14 for 25, 56%, 171 yards, one interception. So, nothing crazy. Jalen Morton came in for a bit, went two for six, 33%. For 13 yards and one interception. So, also not that great. No. Hamilton, they're in a weird spot right now. Back-to-back seasons, they lost to Winnipeg in the Grey Cup, which is nothing, you know, two years in a row playing for the Grey Cup. That's, that's good. I guess. Ain't terrible, I guess, yeah. But all of a sudden, they just... Ottawa might pass. So, which is... Dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> a little crazy, uh, eh? A little nuts. Well, another game that happened while I was eating my pulled pork with beef tenderloin and potato salad and then angel food cake for dessert. <laughs> oh, dang. All smoked, by the way, the meat, not the potato salad or, or the cake. But anywho, it was very delicious. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Was the Edmonton Elks playing... In Calgary against Stampeders, but they lost eighteen to twenty-six, and this was uh, another game where Jake Mayer he started while Bo Levi is healthy, and excuse me, he actually got the win. He went 18 for 26, 69% passing. Nice. 238 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. So not a world-breaker game by any means, but good enough definitely to get the win. Taylor Cornelius, I think Edmonton's really glad that he's back. Even though they lost, went 24 for 33, 66%, 257 yards, two touchdowns. It was uh, a mediocre game, and the better team on paper won. What more do you want me to say? Edmonton was expected to lose, not just because it's the Labor Day Classic, but because they're also not a very good team. And every day it seems like something changes on that roster. And actually, I might as well – oh, no, I guess this was for the Lions. Never mind. That's a terrible transition, Morgan. Fucking dumb today. Um, Yeah, that's enough for the – Recaps have things. Um, okay. There was earlier last week, there was a trade that happened in the CFL that, well, I don't know if I actually said anything, but now that actually happened, I want to say that I'm, I saw this coming. Because now I sound very smart. See what I did there? 
All right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> the Lions acquired quarterback Burnham Adams Jr. because they've had all sudden crazy injury issues at right. the quarterback's position with Nathan Rourke going down and then last game uh, O'Connor going down. So while everyone was playing football on Labor Day, like every Labor Day, they get screwed over and don't get to play until we get a 10th team in the CFL, which I still think it's going to happen over in Halifax area type deal, but people think I'm crazy, which they're not wrong. Um, No, they're not. So it's... But with this trade, it's very clear that BC still means business. They still have an amazing receiving cord. They still have a great defense. Um, so Vernon Adams Jr. is a good quarterback. He's just happened to get beat out by Trevor Harris this year. And kind of just... Both teams can move on. Um, I think this is going to definitely increase BC's chances again um, for doing very well for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. I still, I still hold true to my belief that they are going to win the Great Cup, mostly because I'd rather watch them win the great cup in Regina then watch Winnipeg. That's fair. Um I just I hate Winnipeg. Like you mentioned hockey. I still hate them. It hasn't changed. Talking about hate though. <laughs> a player a player that I hate actually used to play for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which for anyone that knows me, probably especially Austin knows that for me to say that, I mean business, guys and girls and humans <laughs> and aliens, whoever's listening, I don't care. Um, D-Lyman Garrett Marino finally is released by the team. This happened yesterday, Tuesday. He's caused just problems after problems after problems. He's been a distraction on the team. He had, like, this year alone, he had four-game suspension. The game, his first game back, he had a fine. Um, I think if he didn't get released, he was going to get fined again by the CFL. Um, last year, I think he also got fined, um, earlier this week, or I guess last week, he wasn't going to get put on the starting roster or the starting lineup, I should say, and he ended having a hissy fit, apparently, from what I've heard. And then they ended up putting him on the starting lineup, which I think is bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely bullshit. Right. I don't know how much of that is true, but that's what I've heard, and that's what I'm spreading. Okay. I'm just... And now, that you know, it's just one thing after another, and... I'm just finally, I just put this on here because I'm finally glad that the distraction is is gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I know you're more of an NHL guy, you know, but just from being NHL, you know, all about having players on your team that are distractions. Anything you want to say about anything I already talked about CFL-wise? Um, I'll be honest, no. 
All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I don't have much to say in NHL, so that's how we roll, and it works for us. We both know a little bit about the other sports, but it's just not the it's not our expertise. We're not the insider in those sports, and so be yeah, it. True. Um, but yeah, it's never good to have any type of extra distractions on a team that's also not. A hundred and ten percent, well, on any team, but especially a team that's not completely the best team. Like I'll be honest, the Riders right now aren't great. A lot of that is due to how many penalties and the the time they're taking and the amount of you know how severe they are and all that deal. So maybe this might send a message, even though Craig Dixon said this wasn't to send a message, but I still think it kind of is. You're not going to say it is on media, but if you're smart. um, Yeah. Like what do we say Austin all, all the time on this podcast? Uh, time will tell. Thank you, buddy. See, you do have something to add. Sometimes. Um, but I think that's it. Unless if you have anything sport-wise to say. No. Perfect. I guess I, um, early in hockey, we had that little hiccup with like the article not working. And the one thing we didn't talk about and we forgot for a couple of weeks, Canada in the men's also won gold. So I just want to throw a shout out towards them in the world juniors, the random one in summer, they beat Finland. So, oh, yeah. so there's that in overtime. Oh yeah. Yeah, the States actually didn't even medal in that, so that's kind of cool. I'm all for that. Go, Canada, go. Um, Yeah, still in a statement. Uh, we talked NHL, CFL, and Canada, baby. <clears throat> Bye.